Sigrid, and that song is called Mirror, and uh, it brings the time to interview time, actually, here on Community Link. And I'm very pleased to say I have on the line here, via the miracle of Zoom, Joel James, who's a member of the Senate for the South Wales Central constituency, which, which includes here. And Joel, a good morning to you. Oh, all right. How are you? How are you feeling? You're right. <coughs> yeah, not too bad, thanks. Yes, I'm okay, thanks. Excellent. Well, you've been a, a local councillor for the um, for the RCT council for a long time since two thousand and eight, I think, haven't you? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just left university and uh, I became the first um, first conservative ever elected to the council. So, uh, <laughs> what was that like? And I was uh, it was very taunting. It was very nerve wracking. Did they take and, the Mickey for a bit? Back, say again. Did they take the Mickey for a bit? No, to be fair, they were all quite nice and friendly in that, really. Uh, outside the chamber and everything, you know, inside, it, it's a different thing. But yes. it was never anything personal, really. Excellent. But, uh, yeah. So you've got long experience of that. and But now you're a member of the Senate and elected in May. So how are you finding that experience? Yes, um, <clears throat> Getting in there first, it was quite overwhelming, and and they, and they definitely expect you to hit the ground running uh, almost within days of being being elected, uh, really. So uh, that was a bit of a shock. I thought there'd be sort of like a bedding in time, you know, uh, maybe a bit more training and induction for new members. Um, but yeah, no, now touch wood, uh, it's all going okay. I think you know we're getting on top of the casework. Uh, we we meet going out, meeting residents, meeting businesses, and community groups and that so yeah and you're a Flantwit Vardra boy yes yeah mm -hmm. born and bred yeah, yeah pretty much yeah yeah born and bred yeah I was born on the old uh, East Glamorgan hospital site in, in Church Village and we don't get more local so, than uh, that really do you no no true <laughs> so it would be fair to say you know your patch and I think are you one of two um, conservative councillors for that area ah uh, yeah so there's two for Flantwit Vardra and then there's one then for Tontaig and, of course, at the Senate, you're part of, I think I'm right in saying, the largest Tory group there's ever been, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So there's about 16 of us now. And, yeah, it's, it's the best we've ever done in a Senate election or Assembly election prior. And, yeah, so it's the biggest group we've got there for, well, ever, really, yeah. And, and of course, your, your leader, uh, you know, the irrepressible Andrew RT, is, is, a, is another um, South Wales Centre AM, isn't he? Oh, yeah, MS. yeah. Oh, say that again, sorry? You He's the South Wales Central MS. I said AM there, but I'm stuck in the uh, past. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I keep I keep saying <laughs> Assembly and Assembly members. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that. But, yeah, and, and to be fair to Andrew, I've known him ever since I got elected. You know, 2008, he was sort of, sort of like the first person to reach out to me to make contact. Uh, because when I, when I got it elected... I, I I was very much on my own, if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, I, I designed my own leaflets. Uh, I, I think the party just was glad that they had someone standing in Rompacan and Taff. So um, I designed my own leaflets, went out knocking doors and everything. Um, and Yeah, and I got in, I, I think, because everyone <laughs> seemed to know my mum at the time. So uh, <laughs> I think that's what won it for me, I think. Well, uh, you know, that's the dividend of being a local boy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess oh, yes, so. Definitely. I mean, you know, you probably know everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's excellent. So it, it's a, it's it was it was a little bit a bit daunting then, was it? When you went to the, you know the Senate and it's all you know it's all big big number yes. stuff and everyone is hitting the ground running and, and they just expect you to pick it all up. Yeah, because because and I don't mean any disrespect now to 
local governments, but with councils, most residents they don't necessarily have much interest in what goes on in the chamber you know and and very few have live broadcast or or, or even webcasting but then you're going straight into the chamber it, it's been broadcasted live uh and that one's been nervous you know because uh any any you know a slip of the tongue or you you read what you want to say wrong and then that could be news you know <laughs> And and um, so that was quite daunting. But as soon as I had my first meeting in, in the chamber, uh, and so I got over that, <laughs> it, it seems to be going okay now. Good. Well, that's that's excellent. What what are your sort of main issues? What are the things you care about most? Okay. Well, one of the things that has always sort of driven me, I suppose, is... It's sort of that, uh, not for one of a better word, that, that left behind mentality in the sense of uh, one of the things we always get with the council is, oh, why even bother? You know, it's it's a, it's a done deal, and uh, what's the point of putting up the fights? Uh, you know, someone's already been paid off. That sort of mentality, and and it's just to try and help residents who have, who have had that experience, really. And it's to say, well, you know, we're not all like that. Uh, we we'll try and help you, and it's just. Tr- Again, it's all like those people have fallen through the cracks, if that makes sense. You know, the system's there, but it doesn't quite help them, you know, because of maybe there's specific circumstances. You know, if they had less money, they'd get more help, or, or if, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's so this, trying... this is people who think whatever they do, it doesn't matter because it's a yeah, done, done deal behind and... the scenes. And I suppose it's, I, I suppose I very much look at it on an individual basis rather than in specific groups, if that makes sense. I, I think we, we seem to be quite preoccupied now about identity and, and various groups. And, you know, you, you belong to one group and not the other. But then there's people then who almost sit in the middle, you know, and they don't really identify with any group, you know. And, and it's just to try to help them as well, really. Yes. So I, I suppose... Were you all damaged? All politicians were damaged, weren't they, by the sort of uh, expenses scandal at Westminster a few years ago? That seemed to, even though it was nothing to do with any any yeah. government in Wales, be, be it the national government or you know the local government, it, it seemed to tar everybody with a bit of a bad smell for a while. No, no, you're right there, and it's one of the things that we've always had to face, really. You know. Um, you know, there's a saying about like an honest politician is a poor politician. And, and most people, um, when they look at their politicians, they think, well, they're doing quite okay for themselves, you know. So, and so they automatically think something's up, you know. And it is, even at a local level, automatically you think, you know, you're on the fiddle, you're on the game, or if there's a planning application, you know, or, you know, brown envelopes have been exchanged and everything. And, and it's just not the case, really. And, and, and it's, and it is. You know, I think it's right for the media to hold, you know, the elected representatives to accountants to scrutinise. But some of the stuff, uh, I think it was a bit unfair, you know, like with uh, MPs' expenses, you know, that's their office costs as well. You know, that's how they pay members of staff. That's how they pay office rent. And to equate that into it as if, you know, the making out like bandits, you know, yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a bit unfair then, really. And, and the problem is... It doesn't necessarily help to try and get normal people involved in politics, if that makes sense. You know, uh, I think one of the issues that all parties face is just the lack of people coming forward to get involved in in helping their communities. And it's all that media scrutiny, uh, sometimes unfairly, just puts people off as well, really. And it does give all politicians a bad name and it, and it undermines the good ones who are trying to do the good work, you know. 
Yes, yes, I know. I understand that. I suppose another new dimension, which which has a very evil side, is social media, isn't it? Mm. On the one hand, it's brilliant in the sense that you can communicate yeah. things yourselves, and you don't need necessarily to to have you know media portraying for you. You can go straight yeah. to the people, sort of thing. But these trolls and, and evil people are, are just terrible, aren't they? And, and they don't seem to have any limit as to how much yeah. they will pursue you, either into your personal life or anything. There's no. There used to be a kind of line that people didn't go over. Certainly yeah. press people didn't. Well, sometimes they did, but they weren't meant to go over it. Everyone kind of understood where it was. But with social yeah. media, there appear to be no rules. No, and it's shocking in the sense of, even though you could see their name and sometimes their face with their profile picture, there is an element of anonymity. You know, they know who I am, but I have no idea who you are other than a name and a face. Uh, and it is, like some of the comments I've had, have been quite brutal and 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 it's and it's not just been on social media you know it's followed me then the same people then are emailing uh the phone in uh it, it is quite and the one thing i always find quite odd is if you sometimes go on these profile pictures they've all got like you know mental health awareness ribbons and everything you know promoting those causes and you think well hang on a minute now you know uh what, what about what do you yours you're doing to people you know yeah what about and yours and it's just weird I, I think, um, you know, obviously people get from the national press, especially this kind of, uh, you know, gladiator kind of image of politicians that are always at each yeah. other's throats and stuff. But I, I've probably spoken to um, Mick Antoniff more than mm. the rest of you, simply because he's been yeah. at you know, local AM for a long time. But he's also at government positions and he knows about mm. constitutional matters. I've often yeah. had conversations with him that are literally away from politics about that. And from that, yeah. I found that in the Senate, because you're probably underpopulated, that isn't necessarily a politically um, a popular thing to say, but there probably aren't enough of you to deal with all the committees because you're on committees yeah. a lot. And on committees, you're with other parties. Yeah. So you're working in consensus a lot more than perhaps people realize. No, no, you're right there. And and that's the thing I, I mentioned earlier about, you know, like in uh, when I became a councillor, you know, outside, everyone was nice and friendly. And then, you know, inside the chamber, then it does become, so as you say, like a gladiatorial arena. But that stops really as soon as you get on the committees. You know, it's very much um, a consensus building operation. And I know, uh, for example, uh, I'm on the petitions committee in the Senate. And before our first meeting, we all went out for ice cream, you know, and uh, and just to get to know each other. And and so people just don't see that, you know. And, I sub and, and the thing is also, I think coverage is given to those politicians who are quite... Um, extreme in their views either if they're on the left or the right where you know they'll tweet you know like i'm, I'm thinking sort of like uh i'm not necessarily highlighting them now but the examples that come to mind you know the diane abbott's the john mcdonald's and then on the other side then you've got sort of like uh the nigel farages and everything where it sort of uh, reiterates that belief that there's a divide between the politicians where there's in honesty there's far more that unites us than us, really. And as a member of the Senate for what is our area, really, in fact, South yeah. Wales Central is, could, could you explain how that works? Because there are constituency MSs, mm -hmm. aren't there? And then there's yeah. the, is it six regional <clears throat> ones like yourself? Uh, so there's four for South Wales Central, so four, oh, four. regional. Okay. Uh, and so what happens then, you have the constituencies and they're all elected first past the post. And then you've got the regional ones that for South Wales Central, so that covers the Vale of Glamorgan, the RCT constituencies, 
and then everything in Cardiff. And, uh, and that's done by a, what's called a De Hoyt method. Please don't ask me to explain that. I have no idea how that works. Uh, and it, and, it, and it, 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 it sort of benefits you how well you do in the constituency without actually taking it, if that makes sense. Yes, so because you stood Labour, for Ponty, didn't you? You stood for yeah, Ponty. Yeah, yeah, I stood for Ponty. So that was the third time I've stood for Ponty. Um, and each time I come third, I think. So, uh, <laughs> but but, but, both, so, that's but so did Heleth, didn't she, from Ply? Yeah. So yeah, she's, she's second, new, yeah. like you are, and she's another regional AM. Oh, MS. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, because because she stood for Ponty but didn't win it like like you. But then you they you know because you had the next next highest votes, I suppose you get the regional seats. That's how it works, is it? Yes. Uh, so basically, uh, the two for, there's the constituency candidate and then the regional candidate, and you can stand for one or the other or both. Uh, so I so, so I stood for both. Um, if you and but then some of them within the constituencies, like in Cardiff, uh, only stood on the constituency level. Uh, sorry, if that all complicates matters. Mm. But uh, and the thing is, and, and the different parties change the rules. Sometimes they would say, "Oh, you can only stand for one or the other." Mm. But now they say you can stand for both, providing it's not a target seat. Uh, and I think the only target seat we had was the Vale of Glamorgan, really. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Coming back to our area here, what what are the issues that you know are kind of the burning issues in your constituency now, which causes the yeah. whole of you know this area really? Yeah. So basically, uh, one of the biggest issues we are facing now are concerns about development or overdevelopment. Uh, we are inundated really with casework in terms of plan applications in Cardiff, uh, in the Vale Morgan. You might have you, if you go through Craiger. You'll mm. see all the housing that's being built and, and the pressures that are coming there. And it's the same then throughout um, uh, RCT as well, really. So like the lower belt, you know, where I live mm. uh, in Varja, you know, so you've got the Ponteclean, uh, Church Village, Tontag, that sort of belt there. It's sort of like prime for residential development. And, and that's one of the main concerns then in terms of how the houses are being built but nothing really to go with them you know so there is an extra road capacity being built you know there is an extra schools being built um and it's the same then with doctors and dental surgeries really obviously then that changes then as you go further up uh, rct and i like one of the cases we're dealing with at the moment is with regards to the the cannon gateway north bypass of uh, Cloycoid Aberdeerway. Uh, so there's a mixture there. You have residents in Cloycoid who are really keen for it because it uh, alleviates traffic coming through their village. But then you've got sort of like the environmental aspect there and, and, the, and the damage that's going to be done to that uh, in terms of uh, uh, there's a triple SI there, there's several protected species. Uh, and it sort of runs counterintuitive with what the Welsh Government is saying about, you know, they've got the roads review where they've holding, you know, they're halting every, every every road development that's not already being built, uh, and they're arguing, well, should we look towards pushing people onto onto public transport? You know, mm. uh, so that it's 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 just like that, really, if that makes sense. Well, it, yes, it can be sort of apparently contradictory, can't it? But yeah. people find it hard to get yeah. their heads around that. And, and the one thing we find also as a, as a sort of like regional, and I, and I imagine Helliv has said the same, is that when people have an issue, they go to their constituency uh, MS first. You know, yeah. so a lot of the stuff we deal with, I saw sort of like the campaign casework. You know, where someone's gone on a website, they've added the 
the details and it's fired off an email then uh, in terms of sort of like animal welfare or planning reforms. So not necessarily specific casework, but um, more sort of like national casework, if that makes sense. Joel, it's it's been a, a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, we we have to keep a if you like a neutral stance, obviously mm-hmm. under broadcasting regulations. So when yeah. you're surrounded by one particular party and and then another one that is quite vocal and quite busy in the area, mm-hmm. then it's it's great to be able to chat to somebody from from the other one. I mean, your you know your yeah. party is running the UK at the moment, mm-hmm. the UK government, and so on, and, and there are all sorts of issues. So I'd like to come back to chat to you. In you know, in a uh, forum, in an evening program, probably where we can have yeah. a longer chat to find out what it's like to you know to be mm-hmm. uh, well <laughs> to start with a new Tory in town in the in oh, the county council, uh, but you've come uh, on I from think, that yeah. a lot. I think David Cameron once referred to me as the only Tory in the village. Uh, so uh, that was quite surprising when I, when he said it in conference, I was sat in the audience. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, definitely because you you mentioned earlier about sort of like trolls and social media. Yeah, and it's one of the things that we've often experienced. Is you know there is a you know there's uh, there's a thing called a shy conservative um, where we do have a, a good level of support. To be fair, but it's, it's people are reluctant to put their head above the parapet mm. because they are worried about the abuse you know mm. like i've had people who said they wouldn't join because they still lived at home and if the parents found out they would be made homeless you know <laughs> yeah. and, and it's things like that and that's genuine concerns and and um yeah it, it's it, and we've even had people who are going to stand for council and they've said oh well i've discussed it with my family and they've said if i stood there would be issues and and, and so i had i'll have to stand down you know yeah, uh, and, and that's a shame that that happens because in most cases, people, people don't really care, you know. It's just the odd one or two that are like the trolls, you know. Um, uh, just But most, you know, touch wood, I've never really had any, you know, anything too negative. Good. Well, let's hope that long, that's long the case. Are you, uh, I presume you're in recess now, are you, you guys? Yeah, yeah. So, so what does that actually uh, mean? Sure, like is being that, in school again. It's like, like a holiday, the, though. Break, or, or, yeah. Or not? But, um, oh, say that again. Sorry. Is that like a holiday? Because I mean, there's this thing about well, teachers. People go, oh, they've got a six-week holiday, but actually, they spend you know the six weeks, most of it, preparing for the next, um, you know, um, season. So, yeah, does no, that happen right with to, you guys, or do you get some time off? I suppose, in essence, my time is my own now during the during the recess. Mm. But and I suppose you can choose it either then you take the entire month off and not do anything or, or you'd be productive with it. So that's what we're doing. We're going out meeting residence groups, you know, uh, got a few meetings coming up next week. Uh, I know like next week, I think I'm off to visit the stable yard in the Verigal Morgan talking about animal welfare and, and everything there. And last week I had a few visits um, about... Uh, well, enjoyably, I went to McDonald's for one of the visits and met with one of the franchisee owners. Well, fact-finding, of, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah but unfortunately, all I had out of it was a coffee. So, oh, but, uh, but yeah, no, so it's enjoyable. And we'll be going out now. Uh, well, I say campaigning. It's not necessarily it's not campaigning. It's going out, knock, speaking with residents and seeing what the issues are and see if they've got casework. And it's just to try and highlight me a bit more if that makes sense you know okay um, well, well joel it's but, been great chatting to you um we will oh, chat yeah. we will chat again and i'll organize a, you know an off-peak time where we can have a really mm-hmm. good bunny about everything uh, because it'd be very mm-hmm. interesting to hear you know other things that you're up to and you mm-hmm. know some of the challenges 
um, that come with you know the political complexions of that. You mentioned several there, so we'll mm-hmm. come back to you. And but thank you for now very much. Oh yeah, no problem. Well, thanks ever so much for having me on on the show. <laughs> thank you.